Okay, so yeah. knock, knock, say. knock, knock. Who's there? Marcus. Marcus who? Marcus is gonna do the intro for this one. Yay! I'm you should keep that, that in. in. I'm keeping that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just because how bad it was. Hello and welcome to another sultry episode of the Cinebeards. I am your host, Marcus. With me are my beloved co-hosts. I thought you were going to say parasites. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a miss. My beloved co-hosts, Thomas the Marshall Sharp. That's, that's not how my name is said, but I appreciate the introduction. Thank you. Also, Dion the Van Heerden. And Jason, the music ant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is just taking a bad turn. It took a really. I should have stopped while I was ahead. Yeah, no, you weren't. Like, <laughs> you should have been more like. Yeah, say, welcome to that. We got three losers. I'm here. your host, Jason Jew. <laughs> With me as always, one take Dion. <laughs> yeah, say. Tommy Two Legs. Yeah. <laughs> and Marcus the Squealer. <laughs> Actually, I prefer to go by Mac the Knife. It actually makes sense thematically. Mm. Marcus, the bad at nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> we got a job, a really big job. So, if these racist caricatures haven't made it clear enough, we're oh, talking about racist. How is racist? That's like if somebody does a pirate voice and you're like, oh, these racist, racist caricatures. <laughs> <laughs> these are racist pirates. <laughs> right, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about gangster movies this week. Are we? Yes, we are, Dion. Marcus, what am an gangster movie? I'm glad you asked that question, Dion. A gangster movie... <laughs> it's a great question, Dion, but you asked it in an incredibly stupid manner, so you will not get an answer to your question. <laughs> a gangster film in our context is a film that centers around illegal activities, usually of the organized crime fashion. Basically, every movie Mike Martin Scorsese has ever made. <laughs> what? Your intestines! Oh no, my intestines! <laughs> this is going super well. It's going well. Okay, cool. So, Sorry, the movie's we're, about we're Martin, Martin, Martin Scorsese? Yeah, Martin. basically, Martin, Scorsese, Martin Scorsese's filmography and other movies that feature gangsters and gangsterism. Mm-hmm. Nice, okay. So sort of some of the some of the Star Wars prequels and some of the original trilogy as well. We've got Jabba the Hutt there. Yeah, he's a crime lord. So yep. is that a is that a that's a gangster film? Those few scenes in Jabba's palace absolutely are. Nice. All right, cool. Star Wars gangster movie confirmed. You heard it nice. in the first. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, gangster movies don't actually often feature rappers in acting roles. It's Ooh. a common misconception. All right. Ooh. I mean, I did some research, and they were actually very few and far between. I mean, they, they sometimes have, like, bit parts in mm -hmm. bigger ensemble cast movies, but I couldn't really find, like, except for Straight Out of Compton, which is more a music a biopic. Movie, though, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, think gangster like, movies, I DJ, think, like, Little Caesar. Yeah. What about yeah, DJ Marlon Brando? <laughs> Yeah, that's, he was the that's freshest really how you, how you suck all the gravitas out of somebody's name is by putting DJ, <laughs> DJ. in front of it. <laughs> DJ Marlon Brando. Wow, he's less threatening. Now. I agree, yeah. DJ Thomas. Thanks, DJ Dion. 
actually kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of slick. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alliteration holds with everything. So to try and get us back on track, Jason mentioned earlier that he had you something. You contracted cool cats. <laughs> Oh boy, how do I work with these people? Jason was trying to tell me something interesting about gangster movies from the 30s and 40s. Yeah, that that little, interestingly, that little voice we all did earlier, that nyah, say? Nyah. That that whole thing comes, like the whole pirate voice came from that one movie, that whole classic gangster voice came from Little Caesar. Mm. That's really cool. Do you know if it was workshopped that way or if it was like the actor's decision? Was it direction? Um, as far as I know, that's just... The just... Act, that, was, that was on the actor there to do that. Hmm. Yeah, and it was, it was one of the first few um, gangster movies that were talkies. Mm. Ah, the talking pictures. It was that in 1931 and then the original Scarface in 1932. Yeah, you told me about that. I actually mm. had no idea there was an original. Oh, yes. And then, and then I'm for- forgetting another really important one that came out in 1931 that also helped like catapulted. De- define mm. the, the gangster movie genre as we knew it for like years. Yeah. Mm. But what you have to With remember whole... is those early movies were all subject to the Hayes Code. Uh, no, no. The Hayes Code came in thanks to Scarface. Ah. And what is that? The Hayes Code was a set of rules set out by the then... I don't know what they were called then, but... The, they weren't the MPAA. Then. No, it was pre-MPAA, but basically the MPAA of the era decided that any movie that shows criminal activity has to have the criminals get their comeuppance. By the really? end, yeah, yeah the, that, that the was... villains, the the criminals always has to have to get caught. Yeah, that was put into effect thanks to Scarface. Yeah, yeah, the I original no Scarface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's very interesting. So those early gangster movies, post Scarface, contrast directly with how we know gangster movies today, which basically mm-hmm. lionize and idolize. Well, the early ones did too. The ones up until Scarface all had the yeah, all five like of the, them. The, the protagonist cast as kind of like a a Humphrey Bogart type. Yeah, basically a tragic hero. The tragic hero. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. And then they were like, "Hey, kids, watch these." <laughs> We haven't invented the R rating yet, so um, kids shouldn't think it's cool to be a criminal. Or do That's they? the Hayes Code. That's the Hayes Code. Actually, in some of the uh, silent movies that they shot in New York, mm-hmm. they used like quite a few just actual gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because yeah. they were around. <laughs> it was like, hey, you guys want to be around? around? They're like, yeah, we fooled me. Run, run, run up some wise guys. <laughs> a couple of wise guys, right? Yeah. That's cool. Also, um, it should be noted that the Hayes Code was in effect through until, I believe, the early 60s. Yeah, it was there for a long time. For a long time. And one of the only ways around it Mm -hmm. was to make a biblical movie. They would allow excessive violence and nudity and everything in biblical pictures because it was, quote reenacting the time oh, or it was accurate America. wow it was it was i mean add that to the list of reasons that mel gibson was born in the wrong time period yeah right he would have flourished but that's why you know a lot of the big 
epics that we knew, know from the late 40s, early 50s, so many of them are biblical pictures. I mean, things like the Ten Commandments, other films that I can't think of right now because yeah. Ten Commandments Smart is the only one Bible, that sticks. Bible, the movie. Bible ten two. of them, and I mean, ten's plenty. Yeah, yeah. Bible 2, Electric Bible-oo. <laughs> <laughs> Not, bad. Not bad. Nice. I'm getting better. Mm. Yeah, a gangster movies only really started becoming mainstream again in the late 70s mm. spurred on by francis ford coppola's the godfather and um work by other filmmakers like um, american graffiti which came out also around that time moving on to films like taxi driver and the whole neo-noir and chinatown you, you were know, saying there was a whole bunch of uh, shit around the filming of the godfather did i yeah, yeah you were saying, you said, you said, or didn't i <gasps> He's oh, also writing a mystery oh, novel. What? Oh. Are you guys writing it together? Oh, no. Is, is it going to be a crossover you? event? Yes. Oh my god, the mystery novel cinematic universe. <gasps> you guys, are, it's, it, you're going to take off your masks and reveal that you were writing each other's mystery novels the whole time. Or were we? Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. It's, it's, it's like a mystery wrapped in an enigma. It's like a babushka doll. It's a babushka doll. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> uh, you were about to tell, tell us, us about, about the, the Godfather. Oh, right. Okay, oh, so yeah, from the first Godfather, what you have to remember is this was right when Paramount was bought out by um, a big conglomerate. Mm. And this was basically the start of production on The Godfather is seen by many to be the basically the death of old hollywood because this was the first film produ one of the first films rather produced by a conglomerate owned studio hmm. okay so this was before you know time warner was a thing um it was gulf and western at the time who had bought paramount and of course they just wanted to see the bottom line fun fact they actually almost just sold all the california property because they believed, yeah, Gulf and Western at the time believed that that would be the best way to make the most money. Was just sell everything. Just sell all the property in California. So I assume the production of Godfather just like went smoothly. No, it went perfect. very smoothly, perfectly, except that it didn't. Oh, what? twist! A twist! Thing. You should write that mystery novel. <laughs> I totally should. Basically, at the time, Francis Ford Coppola was... Dead all along. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was basically brought in as a hired gun director okay. at the time. Um, because they couldn't that's, find... That's hard to believe. Right? Wow. Yeah. 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 In, retrospect. in retrospect, it's hard to believe. But he was the only... Because um, the uh, Mario Puzo, the writer of the novel, The Godfather... Mm -hmm. He was adamant that it should be directed by an Italian-American, you know, um, basically because of, you know, the, um, all of the content and it's centering so much around family, he felt that it would be the best way to portray that, you know, is to get someone who actually lived that type of family life in there to direct it. Well, I mean, it's got that air of authenticity. Yeah, it's, no, definitely. Yeah, it does. I mean, just when you look at those little scenes about, like, um, how, that's it, Uncle Sal is just describing how to fry the meat, then put in the sauce. Yeah. It's like, he's 
Coppola said, like, that's the type of things I heard in the kitchen all the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he was brought in as a hired gun because they could not find anyone else to direct the thing. Gee. And he fought tooth and nail for every aspect of the film. Famously, Paramount didn't want it set in the 1940s. They wanted to update Teacher. and bring it in, do it contemporary. So that was the first fight he had. Um, initially, the studio also wanted Robert Redford to play Michael Corleone. Mm. That would have been strange. Would have been strange, but... It was a big name. It was mm. a big name, and the book, remember, was written with the film in mind the whole time. It was one mm. of those deals. Like and in the yeah, And the book describes Michael as a Robert Redford type. <laughs> okay, like in this all Robert but, Redford type, not yeah. Robert Redford. Exactly. So. <laughs> Mysteries. Hi, I'm and, Red Robertford. Yeah. <laughs> MD. And I mean, they went over budget. The uh, they didn't like the cinematography. They hated the composer. Uh, the composer had famously worked for, on a lot of Fellini's films, which is why Coppola wanted that. He wanted that true, like authentic Italian like Sicilian sound and I wish you could see the hand gesture I make now that's a racist accent yeah. oh, racist ha. racist yes oh. you got it <laughs> yes we want Cinebeard <laughs> thank you Cape Town good night <laughs> so yeah um, I should actually lend you guys the documentary on the Godfather it's a very fascinating watch it Isn't came, it up on Netflix? It is unfortunately not. I bought the Godfather Restoration DVD set. Nice. Which... Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that as well. That was a headache with the negatives and whatnot. Yeah, so... Ooh, ooh lots of interesting stuff. Yeah, ooh. so basically, um, the Godfather and the Godfather Part 2, they made so many copies of the film that they basically destroyed the negatives because it Jeez. just keeps gaining ground and mm. like it had to be shown more and more and more and people were requesting reels the whole time to replace because they had, it Burnt was a cultural th phenomenon i mean you have to understand this was a the first godfather was a blockbuster before jaws mm. i mean this is mm. like people don't people often cite jaws as the first real blockbuster but the Godfather was played on thousands upon thousands of screens, mm. much more than the studio ever thought of. Yeah. So, and the cinematographer also, uh, when he filmed, he used, I think it what he mentioned, it's like a thinner type of film, mm. like fewer microns thick. Was that for like, aesthetic choices that's or? for uh, it was for aesthetic choices because it would give him deeper blacks in the indoor scenes uh -huh. so yeah aesthetically he wanted like deeper blacks he wanted to go for a noir feel for the indoors you know to harken back to the old style of gangster and crime and written it shows films. i mean it shows it's i mean signature it, of the film. It, yeah, yeah. It, it certainly paid off yeah i mean it, though there are just so many shots of like uh, Marlon Brando and Al Pacino just like half lit in a dark room. Yeah. And that's sort of become sort of the one distinguishing shot of Godfather that people can immediately 
see. Yeah, it's it's the one that's always used in the parodies and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like the Godfather was very influential, obviously, and it had a very troubled production. But that's not the only type of gangster film there is. So basically what you're telling me is that all this behind the scene nonsense that we hear about today only in recent movies. Yes. It's never happened to a big No, never, never before. Back in the old days when good movies were still made, you know, they were made perfectly and there were never any problems. I mean, Casablanca had zero reshoots. They basically Mm. shot that in a day. Everything was one take. Yeah. Yeah, it was the the film is actually a play. If you look carefully, (laughs) you can actually see the the audience. Mm. (laughs) You see people dressed in black moving the props around. (laughs) Aeroplanes just on the string. (laughs) That's actually my favorite fact about Casablanca when they had to do the reshoots uh, and well, for one of the airport scenes because they actually couldn't shoot it at an airport. Yeah. They literally had a smaller scale airplane on the lot and they hired actors with dwarfism to play people in the background. They, they hired actors to, with dwarfism to play people? <laughs> Controversial. You know, that's, that's, that's a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> to make people seem further away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, false perspective. That's great. False perspective. That's some Lord of the Rings shit right there. <laughs> yeah. That's what Peter Jackson saw and he's like, yes. He basically yeah. copied Casablanca. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I mean, like, lots like the, like, the frankly, idea, my dear, I don't give a damn. So, like, that was all added in under protest during reshoots. <laughs> frankly, my dear, I don't give a dean. <laughs> uh, <sighs> frankly, my dear, but, for Frodo. It, it's it's like uh, remakes as well. People are always like, oh, they they're so like focused on remakes and shit now. It's like yeah. not realizing Scarface is a remake. Yeah, I didn't. I and didn't. I've seen. I didn't know yeah. until five seconds ago. I, I've seen Scarface. It's yeah. not. A... Oh, is that is that how the the um, it's the not emphasis is it's. Oh, I, I was sort of. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was just like about like a World War Two dogfighter who's just really chilly, Scarface. So, uh, oh, I forgot to mention this at the top. The reason we're doing this is because this year is the 35th anniversary of the Scarface everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> the original asylum like a, one. It's like a pilot's just high as... His plane is just... I got cocaine on my scarf. His scarf. <laughs> so the scarf is just drenched in cocaine. Like how smugglers do it, where they uh, like, you know, like soak clothes yeah. in cocaine and then wring them out, but his scarf is just soaked in cocaine. <laughs> he just wrapped it around his face the whole time. Just... <laughs> The Scarface. Intense dogfight. <laughs> just alone. Yeah, no, he doesn't even take it off. The plane's in the hangar. <laughs> no. Anyway. But yeah, no. Scarface was a a, a loose remake. Yeah, of it was a the thematic original. Oh wow. Yeah. It was it was a thematic remake. There's no way they'd make a movie that mad in the thirties. No. Well, no. The one in the thirties was. For the time, pretty mad. Like like we said, it's the reason they brought about the whole Hayes thing. Because yeah. it just made him look really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like these... At, at one point, there's a scene where they're in the diner. Yeah. And rival gangsters come by and do a drive-by with Tommy guns. And at that point... Um, 
the titular Scarface, as he was called. I can't remember his actual name, but it's not Tony Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than being like terrified that they're shooting at him with machine guns, he's like, those are awesome. With those, I could take over the city. Those are brilliant. <laughs> Get me one of those. Are you serious? And yeah. then his, like, number one, uh, his number one or number two guy just stands up, shoots one of the guys in the car with a pistol as they're driving past, goes out, picks up the Tommy gun, and then gives it to him. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. That is amazing. God, God I'm funny. You're so funny, Dion. Pity I press record so later, you would have caught that amazing joke. Oh, it was so funny. Well, like, it's like a good horror movie. Like, the you best had to jokes be there. are just. No, no, no. The best jokes are just imagined. Like, yeah. if you never reveal the joke, the joke yeah. is just the funniest joke just, you've ever heard. Yeah. I'll just titter every now and then throughout the rest of the show. <laughs> okay, and we'll just imagine that you thought of a really good joke. Here's one now! Oh. Yes, it's not like we took a bit of a break now before coming back to this episode at no. all. And we know exactly where we were. Yeah. Well, I do, because I was talking and I always listen when I talk because it's important. Hmm? What? <laughs> I set myself up for yeah, that. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did. did. Okay, so continue. No, you took the wind from my sails. You guys talk. All right, that's it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> that is not fair. Oh, um, fun fact, just be- because of an off-mic discussion. You almost said off-camera, didn't you? I almost said off-camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they were actually doing um, the Godfather restorations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were yeah, talking about so, that. Um, one of the other things they know is 35mm film. The reason they can bring that up to 4K Blu-rays is because it's... Like, it's generally believed that the actual resolution of 35mm is around 4K itself. Mm. Interesting. Which is, yeah, which is why, mm. um, you know, you can see, you see a lot of these old forms in 4K remasters that look fantastic. Because yeah. they get it from the, yeah, when possible, negative. from the source of the negative wow. film, the negative. Yeah, I mean, it's which a, is it's, 4K. It's a physical negative. It's not something that's been digitally encoded with a set number of pixels. Exactly. It's an actual... It's a reason that you can like, you can zoom into like an object with a microscope and see like the incredibly tiny things. But if mm. you zoom into like a or picture, a, JPEG, a picture of an object, yeah. like you're gonna hit a, you're gonna hit a ceiling very quickly. Yeah. Let's say it's around 4K. That's awesome. The, so 35. Yeah, that's what they form. say now until 6K, and they're like, "Well, actually, <laughs> we have discovered. <laughs> we have discovered the negatives are close to 6K. Yeah, it's, it's actually more in that ballpark. So if you're watching in 4K, you're you may idiot. as well, yeah, you may yeah, as well you're, not you're gonna, have You're going to have form. to buy it uh, uh, again. Well, 70 millimeter form would have a wider. You're part of the machine, Marcus. Marcus, <laughs> A wider horizontal this. resolution, so that could very well be 6K. They should really start releasing IMAX films in 8K. Mm. The only 8K place I know of is the Planetarium. Planetarium. Yeah, that's what I said. No. Planetarium. No, there's no there's no T in there. It's French. Planetarium. Planetarium. No. To be away from the planetarium Plane- will <laughs> cause you great pain. Planetarium. <laughs> It's from the Latin planetarium. Yeah. Jason. Planetarium. Planet. 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 I'm so glad to be a permanent feature on this podcast. 
yeah, we've just been regretting that decision. <laughs> we just got to go like, okay, guys, we've got to get rid of him. Like, I knew it. I yeah, we've got to chase him oh, out and because you he's say just... Planet, and then you say planetarium, and then you say planetarium, and then you say, put in the Latin. I fucking knew it. Planetarium. Yeah, that's where they've got the 8K screens, isn't it? Yeah. I hate you so... It's actually super cool how they do that. Because it's not like... um. A pre-rendered video and shit like that mm. like they actually create a they've created like a digital version of the universe and you can fly through it on the planetarium that's so fucking cool so why aren't we at the planetarium right yeah. now that's what i'd like to know because we're all big idiots and i blame, I blame thomas i blame thomas 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 Thomas. Oh, oh Tom. that's Thomas. <laughs> that's Thomas. That's Thomas. Do, 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 All right, do. tell us more about the... There was not much more to it. That was just a final sort of factoid. Yeah, but you said gangster movies are more than just The Godfather? Yes, I did. Because Martin Scorsese exists. Well, there, <laughs> and there, also... there are only two gangster movies as far as I'm concerned, which is The Godfather mm-hmm. and um, Scarface. Goodfellas? Oh, uh, Godfather 3 as well, yeah. Casino? Hmm? Casino? That's where people go to gamble. You're not going to fool me. Heat? Heat, yeah. Yeah, Heat is a, is a, is a, is a, a concept that's a M. Night Shyamalan film. Reservoir wrong. Dogs? Uh, that's just a, like a violent religious movie. That's basically <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um... So yeah, Godfather 3 as the definitive gangster movie because obviously that you know any trilogy they perfected in the last it gets better with age like cheese yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. it actually does i rewatched uh godfather part three this morning at three in the morning mm-hmm. um spooky yeah i know it just kind of made sense because i was still awake and i was like i or ha- i had just wa- finished watching <clears throat> godfathers part one and two mm. i was mm. like i might as well finish the trilogy and even though Godfather Part 3 gets a bad rap, mm. I will admit it has its flaws, mostly stemming from Sofia Coppola not being able to act. Mm-hmm. But thematically and as a story and as a continuation of Michael Corleone's tale, it still holds up narratively. Mm. Kind of like uh, the third of Raimi's Spider-Man movies. If yes. You, if you remove the whole Venom yes. subplot. Yes, yeah. So I I think it's one of those movies that people are like still hating on for no reason because mm. very few people I think have actually seen it. Yeah, that was actually another fun thing from the behind the scenes. Um, you remember in South Park, I believe it was season nine or ten, mm. that scene where Cartman is trying to kill Kyle with a wiffle bat on the lake. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's obviously inspired by The Godfather, oh part two specifically. And Trey Parker in the documentary mentioned that so they were in the writer's room and they were trying to figure out, wait, they couldn't remember if it was near the coast or the middle of the lake. And like half of their younger writers were like, they know it's Godfather, but they've never seen it. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's like it's Godfather has gotten such a cultural uh, impact. Mm. Like it's truly penetrated the zeitgeist. I mean, um, the Sopranos mm. would not exist if The Godfather was never made. Mm. And it, for better or worse, became the template for gangster movies going forward. So let me get this straight. You said there are more gangster movies than The Godfather. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Well, there were. I mean, that's already three gangster movies. How many do you need? Yeah. <laughs> At least one more. <laughs> do Do you need like some platform exclusive gangster movies? Yes. Yes, I please. One in 1080p. All right. How about the Raid Two Berandal? Is that technically a gangster it's movie? Is the Raid Two technically? The, the I don't know is a it martial is. arts movie. Yeah, it's, it's an action it's, martial arts movie. It's, it's, I think it's a it martial arts movie. It does have gangsters in it, but it's... <laughs> no, no, no. It's Dion said, knowing exactly it's, what we no, were talking it, about. A look of pure confidence <coughs> on his face. The Raid 2 is definitely a gangster film. You have an undercover cop mm. penetrating a criminal empire, being betrayed by the head of that empire. It's uh, the whole main conflict is between the Japanese Yakuza and the homegrown Indonesian I don't know, this sounds like a ripoff of The Departed. Mm. Ooh, would that be a gangster movie? Yeah, 100%. Obviously the ripoff's not. No. That's how it works. Oh, you guys. The Raid 2 is definitely a gangster film. Alright, fair. I'll I'll give it to you after that description, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Gotta say, like, I agree with Marcus. That's always been my feeling. (laughs) Because also the historically, div- you've been such a big fan of the Raid Two all this time. Yeah, absolutely. You really should watch it, Dion. Yeah, very. No, good. I know it's on the list. Yeah, <laughs> every it's a long ass list. It's a long ass list. You watched Burn Tomahawk and the Neon Demon yet, Dion? Yeah, shut up. You, you haven't come you? over to watch those things. That yet. is true. It's that your is, fault. I will watch them again. Yeah, they're good. Um, but now that you mentioned The Departed, I mean, it's it's funny because that's uh, that got Scorsese his first Oscar. But it's a remake of a Hong Kong film. Yeah, and, also, and also not Scorsese's oh, yeah. best. No. No, it's not his best. So, um, yeah, uh, so, I can't be the only one talking. You guys also have to have favorite gangster movies. I know movies. so little about gang. Like, I enjoy them when I see them, but it's just, yeah, as a genre, it's, it's just something yeah. that has passed me by. But well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is making me really keen to, to with, actually go and watch What them. this has made me really keen to do is pick up all of these originals that yeah. are remakes of yeah. movies like because i've seen all of the remakes at mm. some point in my life but i've never even heard of some of these remakes so yeah. like this has made me really keen to check out what those are yeah like and this is an original jo- joke here scarf ace oh nice. what <laughs> you spit it up like that yeah. oh my god that's amazing Fuck, it's a good joke. oh i'm so good at jokes you should, do, you should steal that later i should and, and tell then people say it joke. and then i should sneak into jason's home and edit the podcast yes. so i put my one first <laughs> just, just send me the mp3 because i'll be at his house later all right great I'll, great I'll do i that. know how to edit yeah what 64 <laughs> 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 I can't know how you do this. It's Bluetooth it to him real quick. <laughs> no, you've got the infrared. Turn your phone sideways and send it to him. No, you're doing it wrong. It's all done by via NFC these days. I'll send it to you via Mixit. Oh, no, no. You oh. have a Mixit Deets. Nice. Uh, I had a Mixit stalker back in the day. Did you? Some Somebody who added me and I had no idea who they were. And, like, they knew my location at times. Holy shit. It was terrifying. Do you... Uh, that is fucking terrifying. Do you want true cringe? I don't know if any of you accidentally did this because I figured out that I accidentally did this. I don't know if I've told you the story. Um, I, I wouldn't know yet. So... Oh, uh, <laughs> I kind of figure I know where this story's so, going. So, um... What I didn't know that I'd done at that point because I still have this email address 
was Mixit actually backed up every single message I ever sent. You have told me oh this story. Okay, but I'm going to tell it again. So Mixit backed up every single message I ever sent and every conversation I ever had and emailed them to me. I didn't know I had them, but I do. I then stumbled upon them and proceeded to claw my eyes out with cringe at 16-year-old Thomas and the way he spoke and the people he spoke to and the things he talked about. If you ever want a portal to hell, do yourself a favor and look and see if you maybe... I think I'm just, I think I'm just happy be... that my MySpace page was closed down oh, so I'm I can so never sad. get back there. My MySpace page, no, my MySpace page was horrendous I'm and so I so like, wish I could still exist. Remember when you could order your friends in order of importance yes. of your yes. MySpace Dude, that was the biggest <laughs> social thing. Yeah. Number one. Who's my number one? Oh, and you could, and you could that an just in- move somebody down. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that in order of impotence? I did MySpace wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you did. That's why your band never got signed. Oh, damn oh. it. Oh, well. Sad days. But yeah, gangster. So gangster movies. Gangster film. My, yeah. my new metal band. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a new wave. Fred Durst. <laughs> you born in the wrong generation. Oh no! Fuck off. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so yeah, MySpace gangster films. Yeah, yeah, my my knowledge of gangster films is also like Whoa. severely lacking. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't, know what, I don't know what it is that I don't think anything specifically ever turned me off gangster films. I just think maybe there weren't enough of them to pique yeah, my interest. They didn't build but, up like a critical inertia. Yeah, there wasn't like the like with westerns. Like I specifically remember there was a time where I watched a lot of western movies. Like I never had that with gangster movies. Yeah, I've I've never had a gangster movie binge like I have with other genres no. for some reason. I don't know why because I don't have anything against. No, gangster they're movies. objectively enjoyable and good time yeah so, i don't know but now well, I've got... may, may, maybe this will kick off my first ever gangster movie binge. yeah, yeah it should i mean of, lots of things to a gangster about. movie binge inspired this episode for me because <laughs> i was just not sleeping and then i watched scarface and then i was like i should watch goodfellas again you should you should break up that word mm-hmm. the names scarface oh, so i watched scarf and then make a funny joke scarface <laughs> so I watched Scar no. Face <laughs> Nailed it Oh, it's oh, oh, oh. brilliant It's like someone's got a scar on their face <laughs> What? It's crazy It's a brilliant way to misread that movie about the pilot <laughs> And then I watched uh, that. Then it was like God damn I should watch Goodfellas again Because I watch that Often More often than I've care to admit you but it's a very good fellas movie. To casino yes because i'm a human male with emotions <laughs> never seen casino casino is really casino. good it's really good but I, it's just not as good as goodfellas it's like he tried to recapture that magic uh, but something was missing and i'm pretty sure it was ray liotta yeah fair yeah enough. it's Did just the well first half of a james a recent james bond film Ooh, that's exciting We've got anyway. Matt Mickelson in it. And yeah, all like watching all of these gangster movies has just made me really excited about Scorsese's next film. Oh, this is the reason you wanted to bring this up. Because <laughs> Netflix is paying you getting that sweet Netflix money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You better be sending some of that out. Yeah, fucking yeah. divide that shit. 
Yeah, you gotta split your tips here. I'll split it. <laughs> Sugar tits. <laughs> Sugar tits, who are you, Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> Oh? Wait up. It's, a, <laughs> it's a mystery. Is that Mel Gibson? No. no Sugar Tits is actually what he called the officer who pulled him over. Yeah. Oh, really? That whole, yeah. yeah. That whole drunken tirade of his, he called her Sugar Tits. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's the classiest man in Hollywood. <laughs> really? <laughs> you keep going octaves higher. Going higher. Like, this is the, wow. It's all remain the same. Okay. Wow. I didn't think my estimation of you could drop it is directing with Netflix's money a gangster movie that he's been trying to make for years and years uh, The Irishman which mm -hmm. follows uh, the life of a gangster from his young age to his dying day so they're using digital re-aging and de-aging on some of the characters mm. so that you've got the same actors portraying the different nice and I mean, we've seen now with um, the first Ant Man that that type of technology is. And the second Ant Man. Young Jeff yeah. Bridges. Yeah. 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 You can turn anybody, anybody into, young into young Jeff, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, now that the technology is there, mm. he realized that now was his time to get that movie made while still using all of his favorite actors. Nice. This will also be the first. Well, did, did, like, Graham say no? Or did. Graham said no. Wow, Graham said wow. no because Graham didn't no Graham didn't want Al Pacino and Robert De Niro to actually finally act you know like across from each other because they're the same person and it would be too expensive to CGI them into the same scene. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Exactly that reason. No, this is, that's also the first thing it's like you you think about like Robert De Niro and mm. Al Pacino you always think of them of being in movies together but they never are but the the closest they came was in the godfather part two where de niro plays a young vito corleone yeah in part two of the corleone trilogy <laughs> by edgar wright you've <laughs> <laughs> got yeah. de niro and al pacino in the same film but they mm. never act across from mm. each other in fact they never even met each other on set mm. oh, wow. because cool. remember a lot of um, a lot of it was filmed in, in Sicily, the old country. yeah, in the old country in Sicily. So they never actually crossed paths. Nice, that's super interesting. So this yeah. is the first time they're actually going to be acting against uh, mm. against across off of each other. Yes. So tell me more about this attractive upcoming uh, Netflix exclusive. Uh, develop content, Marcus. That's definitely Netflix sure sweat. sounds like a great, like a great platform for yeah. someone to subscribe to. This sounds like yeah. probably the best possible. I, time. I should, pro yeah. I should yeah. probably subscribe. get the highest tier of Netflix. Yeah. Just yeah. To watch tell us this about movie. the various tiers. You probably like should. To know about the rewards programs and exclusive content, please. Um, well, the as far as the reward programs go, by the end of July, in some territories, you would still be able to use leave user reviews on content. They're doing away with that because they realized internet commentary is garbage. Yeah. Smart move. And not to be trusted. Oh, and they used to give... Yeah, they also did away with the, like, the stars system after that Amy Schumer special. Yeah. 
Whatever. People just bombed it with one star ratings. Oh, yeah. having not actually watched it. Exactly. No, having probably having watched it. Well, uh, some of them probably did, but yeah. I would say the vast majority didn't. It's the same people who, for a laugh, rate the. Um, all the Adam Sandler movies five star. Weird that they don't have a system in place where you have to actually have watched the content in order to rate it. Yeah, I would think that would be logical. But anyway, the new system That's is strange. fine. That is. Weird. I don't know. This Netflix thing you're telling us about seems like it has a lot of problems. Like if I were paying you to advertise <laughs> my product, <laughs> yeah, I'd be deeply unhappy now. Well, they are actually Crack launching in European countries. Actually, right, this is actually a legit <laughs> piece of news. They're launching a new higher tier uh, the ultra tier the ultra tier yeah which allows you full ultra hd streams with hdr yeah with hdr concurrently so Fancy. one account to four devices they said it was the equivalent of 18 dollars a month so marcus how Ooh. do we sign up <laughs> <laughs> where can we go to find out more just type netflix into google and ignore the top-rated ad because that's just how to cheat to get American Netflix yeah. in essay, oh, which for all yeah. our American listeners, yeah. you probably don't get that one. You probably yeah. don't get that, but it's not worth it to try and VPN spoof with Netflix anymore because they've gotten really good at blocking most mm. VPNs from doing that. So this Irishman movie. Yes. Is, is it um, a completely original story or is it based on real life events of some kind? It is based on real life events and I believe a book was written about it. Okay. All right. Much like most of Scorsese's work. Mm, that's, what, that's what I was asking. If I was just interested to see if it was like his passion project, if he was maybe doing something like wholly original this time. Yeah. Whoa, sick burn there. Sick burn. Ooh. Take that, Scathing indictments of Marty. <laughs> So yeah, gangster uh, movies. I think we've so got... Marcus, uh, for those of us who are gangster movie uh, neophytes, what would you recommend as, say, five good starting points? Yeah. Like, if you just off the top of your head, like, these are the five gangster films you've got to watch. Okay. Not including The Godfather and not including Scarface. Basically, Dion seen those movies <laughs> and it's asking for more gangster movies to watch. We've Please just, recommend. We've for just Dion. Uh, we've just spoken about those at length. Yeah. Um, well, besides those two, which if you haven't seen, you really should make plans to see. He's not listening to the instructions at all. No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Five <laughs> other gangster films that I would rate you really need to watch. Well, number three surprised me. Number, th- number you three. You won't believe my number five ends. Number four will blow your fucking mind. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, and in no particular order of importance, just all of them should be watched. Don't make that same joke. <laughs> I never would. I like to keep That's my material it. fresh, like impotence. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you fell into it. <laughs> All right, yeah, go, go, go. Okay, okay, so definitely Goodfellas. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. Definitely Goodfellas. Definitely, I would say, for a different view of gangsterism and moving away from, like, your standard Italian mafia, just watch The Departed. Mm-hmm. And then watch the original Internal Affairs for an Asian view of the same sort of subject that I'll one def- deals with I'll definitely be checking yeah that one deals with 
well, obviously Chinese triads in Hong Kong. So definitely worth a view. Uh, that's three. Now I need two more that aren't Godfather or Scarface. Uh, Little Caesar. Basically if you watch, can find it, if you can find it, kick it off. If you can sure. find Little Caesar somewhere, YouTube. Yeah, yeah it might be on YouTube. It That's where Sony's releasing a lot of their films. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it probably is Premium on YouTube because it might have entered the public domain. Oh, and if it okay. has entered the public domain, you should also find it on the Internet Archive. Mm. Archive.org, the greatest site on the universe. Okay, so what's number five, Marcus? Number five. Avatar. The last Close. airbender. Last airbender. Close. Yeah? I'm going to say 50 cents in the club music video. What the fuck is wrong? I thought you were just going to say the Irishman. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's available now on Netflix. The Irishman coming 2019 to Netflix. Yeah, there we go. There we go. We got it. We got that Netflix money. Yeah, yeah, boy. Also, so uh, I'm going to suggest that you watch The Raid 2 because that's a gangster movie. <laughs> yeah, so I hear. I... That's how you punted it to me. When you, <laughs> yeah. you suggested I watch it, you watched, You said I should watch it for all the gangster choreography. My... <laughs> <laughs> all the intricate money laundering that takes place. All the, all the really cool racketeering shots. Uh, my recommendation is also a gangster movie, Rock and Roller. Ooh, yes. It's a gangster movie. All, all of his, well, just, his yeah, three. Just guy his Richie first three gangster movies. Oh, yeah. No. Snatch is a, is a gangster movie. Rock and Roller is a gangster movie. And Lockstock, uh, Lockstock is definitely a gangster movie. Yeah. And they're all the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Lockstock, which was in the same week as Woodstock, and it's just oh, totally cl- overshadowed. Classic. Yeah. That, that's poorly scheduled. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That would be like putting like an action adventure family film like the week before the end of the Skywalker Nobody saga. will ever do that, Dion. That's yeah. ridiculous. No, nobody's that stupid. Sorry, that was a really bad analogy. That's but it's that's fine. It it carries. Yeah, if only Michael B. Jordan could come here and give us a better <laughs> analogy. Lessons in dunking. <laughs> uh, so on the theme of uh, gangster movies, are we done? <laughs> I said crabbies so long ago. Dead genre. Now let's go shoot some crabbies. Yeah. We apologize for. <laughs> We're experiencing technical, technical difficulties. We're experiencing incompetence. Da, 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 I'm sorry da, da, da. that I'm incompetent about talking about uh, gangster movies. Thank you. And uh, sorry again. I'm glad that I could tell you people about some gangster films. I forgive Jason for his incompetence, and I thank Marcus for his competence. I am just happy to be here. You're not As happy well at you all. you should be. No, but I'm happy to be <laughs> hey, hey, for my you, turn. You I have received two <laughs> San Pellegrinos for your efforts today. It's true. 